check. Okay. okay, you know, um, you know, on the radio, I don't know if it's just a Chicago thing or nationwide, but you know, on the Christmas radio, they have that Delilah. I don't actually. Well, she she does like Christmas. Do that, but like for my name. Go ahead. Delilah. No, 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 no. no. But say my name. Ergon. No, 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 no. Just my name. Go for it. Call me in. Eddie. Hey, everybody. Um, hoping that you're having a wonderful Christmas season out there. I hope you're with family and friends. I hope that you got the gifts that you wanted. Hope Santa didn't come on the cookies. I hope that Why did you point at me for both of that? Sorry? You point at me for both of those things. I was just, I was just speaking out to everybody, so I hope Santa didn't come on the cookies. I hope that everybody, your family came over and you had a good time. And I think we're just having a magical Christmas season. Now, Tony, if you didn't play royalty-free Christmas music over this, go back and do that. And everybody's having fun. Merry Christmas. I feel a little threatened. I'm not having so much fun I here. hope Santa doesn't come on the cookies. You're kind of... I really hope that that's my one thing that, that I really hope doesn't happen. The rest, you know, family and friends, but not the come on the cookies. Seems like you really made a beeline for that train of thought. I don't... I just feel like I see it so much that I really hope he stops. I don't know where that started. They seem to not cover it in the Christmas movies. Um, I would just like that to stop. Are you seeing it in other people's homes? The ones that I go into, yeah. So, again, when people leave out cookies for Santa, they leave it out at, like, 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve. And you're saying... Sometimes it's earlier. Like a 9 Sometimes or 10? Sometimes kids go to bed earlier because they can't. Even if it's a day before, you're telling me that you are in multiple pe- other oh, people's me? homes. Me? What? Santa, dude. Well, you, don't ruin it for the kids. You Don't said, ruin it for the kids. You are not Don't Santa. ruin it for the kids. Okay. Santa Claus. Let's, go, let's all just have a nice, secular, cum-free cookie Christmas. All right? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas, everybody. Okay, right now, it okay, last year we got pretty drunk. Yes. And we're not getting as drunk, but we are drinking. Yes. And we're uh, the first drink that, at least I don't know if you're going more than one because you got stuff to do. I do not. Um, is, uh, you want to explain what it is? Okay. Eddie is breaking out the signature Sinatra Select variety of Jack Daniels. It's very, very nice whiskey that Gus got me for my birthday, and I'm extremely flattered and thankful and gracious. I made sure to tell Eddie repeatedly, really drive home just how expensive this whiskey was, <laughs> so he would really fully know. It's so nice, even the way you open it. There's okay. a little booklet um, that's supposed to be down there. It's got pictures of Sinatra in case... Um, I don't know. I was <laughs> you're, you're supposed to. There's just little little photos of Sinatra, and you know how you chase a tequila shot with like a lime that you yeah. suck on. You're supposed to take a shot of this and quick rip out a page and eat a Sinatra. <laughs> I don't want to. Here, hold up. It's gonna go bumpy. We just can't avoid it. Lean into it, guys. Close your ears. Shh, Tony shh. can just Tony uh, mute the audio for a sec. Oh, that was actually okay, pretty yeah, reasonable. It wasn't, you, don't, you don't need to do that. <laughs> okay. Here is the bottle. It is very nice, and we're going to try nice whiskey. For me, for the first time, that's this nice. This is the most expensive whiskey I've ever drank. Okay, same here. Listen, I, you know what? People are asking it. They're just, they need me to tell them the retail price. Yeah, go for it. This is a $140 bottle of whiskey. That is... <laughs> the booklet fell. Oh. <laughs> that is a gift price and not something that we were just like... We're just going to fucking buy some expensive whiskey. That's just a typical Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day Christmas okay. is on. Did you get yourself ice at all? Or? I know. I'm going s- neat. Okay. Okay. Neat. I, I feel like that's what I should be doing, but I'm just not. 
That's okay. Make sure to sip the water out of the bottom, though, so you get it. Oh, I didn't notice because we've been here waiting so long. Yeah. yeah. He waited for me. I went to my room. I left. I wasn't like a backhanded, like, oh, because we were waiting. I lost my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to, like, search through your room? Yeah. How do you open it? Is it still just twist? How would Sinatra? Let's, let's put our minds in the eyes of Sinatra. How would Sinatra open this? Check it. Get you ready for a solid Sinatra pun? Yep. His way. Whoa! Uh, brother! Okay. I get it. No, here's how Sinatra would open it that. It does? So he'd probably peel it, but go ahead and tell me what you're going to say. Here's how Sinatra would open that. He would lean over his shoulder and he'd say, Hey, one of the mafia guys who helped to cultivate and perpetuate my fame in the music industry, could you open this bottle for me? Yeah, you. Uh, Rigatoni Tony. <laughs> can you stop killing a man so you could open this bottle of whiskey? Frankie, you know I'm right in the middle of killing a man. But I want whiskey, Rigatoni Tony. All right, I'll let him bleed out. Linguini Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Sinatra's whole cabinet is pasta? <laughs> Angel Hair Andy. <laughs> they start running out at the end, and they have to just kind of repeating, you know, like kind of undercooked spaghetti sal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it could have just been spaghetti <laughs> This came off, so um, and now there's a, a nicer cap. Whoa, Wait, it's got a cap on the cap. Got his, it's got a cap on the cap. Damn, dude. And it's got a cork. Wait, hold up. Yep. I got to bring this closer because I don't want to hit it. All right, Some ready? ASMR here. <laughs> Wait. Uh, all right, that's not super loud. Tony, boost that about 100 decibels. <laughs> all right, It ready? just sounded like the... Here, we have more ASMR. I'm so nervous holding this. Oh, dude, if you even spill a drop. There is a drop there, actually. Fuck, dude. And now it's on the glass, and I can lick it off. You gotta do what, eh. uh... Oh. You gotta do what uh, Don Gustavo did. What's that? In Breaking Bad. I don't remember. That's, uh... Or not Don Gustavo. Ooh, what the fuck is. is his name? The guy where, where... You know how, like, Gus comes in? Spoiler alert for Breaking Bad, people. Season 4, 5-ish. Uh, skip forward uh, 40 seconds. Yeah. You know how, like, Gustavo comes in and he's got that bottle of that nice tequila or whatever with that fl flower top and he goes back to, like... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's telling... The, the Don guy... Uh, Don Eladio. That's his name. Yeah, he's yeah. He, the, the servant's pouring out and he goes, careful if you spill a drop, I'll cut your head off or something like right, that. Right, 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 right. Dude, what are we toasting, dude? We had a fucking banging ear yeah, here, boys. Yeah, Breaking Bad spoilers over. Regular Done. life. All right, guys. This is the last podcast of 2019. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't. Well, I'll, maybe I'll lower it for a second. What I'll just say: What a fucking year, dude. Mm -hmm. For real. I know 2018. Um, like it's especially. I know we talked about that being such a great year, and I know you had some of the tour stuff, which was also great, and then a little bit not. But everything having to do with this podcast for the entire year has been, for me, nothing but absolute positive. Yes, I would have to echo that statement, guys. We say it, it's such a meme at this point. We are fucking growing bigger every week. It's, I, it's like the YouTube views have you know big episodes and smaller ones, but Audio Boom is just a direct line up every time. Mm -hmm. Couldn't thank you enough. So, I mean, I guess well, that's kind of audio listener. So, oh, fuck. You know what? It's Christmas. Just once. Just once. We will also include the audio listeners in the toast. I we got to do it. We have to do it. We have to do so, it. So honestly, I also just want to thank like you know, our guests, you know, we had Jack on, we had Phil on, Bruce and Autumn. I really don't want to forget anybody and I just started listing people and I'm trying Michael Reeves. Mm -hmm. Um do we have a lot of guests on this year? I feel like for the most part we didn't have like a ton. We Jakey was on this year again, right? Yeah, we only had 
uh, Jakey and Sven on again. Oh, Sven was on again. Absolutely. Yes. Um, uh, maybe you know, maybe maybe twenty twenty includes a little bit of Tony. Who knows? Who knows? You can edit that out if you don't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, t- fucking incredible year. And honestly, I really do think though, Jakey and I were talking about twenty nineteen feels more of a transitional year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still gonna be here and everything in twenty twenty, but I'm really fucking excited for twenty twenty. It's just way more boys' time. Ten million subs on the podcast channel by the end of next year. Ten million subs. Fuck you. Oh my god, that's the smoothest whiskey I've ever drank in my life. That is, I was so prepped to say indistinguishable from a twenty dollar bottle. Yeah, I was, I was ready to be like, dude, yeah. There's really no. It was gonna be a bit that we were both gonna do, and I wasn't gonna shit on your gift, but I was gonna be like, we're just regular boys. Was, that is nicer <laughs> than any other whiskey I've ever had. I was fully prepped to shit on my own gift. Also, if anybody's like, oh, you put ice in the whiskey, you gotta drink it right out of the distillery. Fuck you. Yeah, you mean you didn't suck this yeah. out of Sinatra's dead teat? You, you, you didn't go to one of the workers who was tired and his gloves were soaked in whiskey and <laughs> just twisted above your head. Sorry, I mm, tastes like you. the working class. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh, I haven't had straight liquor in a while, dude. That's, oh, right, yeah. That's rad. Wh- whiskey sticks with you, and I love that little whiskey heat in your chest a little bit, you yeah. know? Especially when you haven't eaten, and it's just like, your bo- it's pretty much your body going, oh! But I like it a little bit. I, I can't wait for my usual podcast boner to be replaced by un- just a torrential downpour of whiskey dick <laughs> for the whole episode. The boys get whiskey dick. <laughs> <laughs> we can't put that on YouTube. Sometimes I wish we didn't have to do YouTube titles because, like, Audio Boom, you can do, or Spotify or whatever. I'm pretty sure we could do whatever. Yeah. So that, oh my God, they would be way filthier <laughs> for the most part. Like, holy shit. The boys get whiskey dick. What'd it be? You know what it is. I think this one's going to be called The Last Podcast of the Year because I'll admit, mm-hmm. I'll do a self criticism of the podcast. We are not good at informing people when there isn't going to be a podcast Mm -hmm. because I'll be honest, I forget that people listen to this thing and people like it. And you guys are constantly saying it and constantly making me feel good. But then I'll be like, oh, you know, we'll just post it a day later. It's no big deal. And I forget that there are people that are like, hey, it's part of my schedule, you fucking asshole. I know. I get that. I get that. Yeah. And the thing is, too, like. I don't want that to sound flippant from us, but because we, we try to stress, dude, this coming and doing this is the easiest, most enjoyable part of, of my week, certainly, yeah. is we're straight fucking around. Yeah, you know? we just set up the set, and that's it. I'm that's it. You. And we even, we're even we even shooting the shit before we got the set set up, bitch. Mm-hmm. That You don't even get to hear that. That's just for me. That's a Gus Johnson exclusive. Not even for me. I make Eddie wear earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a conversation. <laughs> yep. I men in black yeah. f- flash him. Sure. <laughs> uh-huh. You're just having a full conversation? Yeah, dude, I really wish I could take these <laughs> off. Would love to be bouncing back and forth with you. You're pulling me out of it, dude. Just respond to my questions. I couldn't hear it again. <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy that you're tanking this. I think, especially because this is the Christmas episode, we should hop right into involving all of the boys on the episode. Let's get into some friggin' preguntas and disagreements. Yes, dude. Uh, What's uh, Spanish for disagreement? Uh, Spanish for disagreement is... Okay. Okay. Uh, Disamundo. Disamundo. What is disagreement in Spanish? Let's get into some flipping des desacu despacitos. Despacitos. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we got preguntas and despacitos. Slowly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, de- desacuerdos. Let's do some desacuerdos right now. Okay. Right? Boom. What do we got right here? At Parker McKay thirteen says, my dad 
always refuses to put the Christmas lights up until December 1st, but my mom says that we should be able to put them up after Veterans Day. Who's right? Wait. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm a little... Isn't Veterans Day November 11th? Wait. <laughs> Thanksgiving is the time. It's... You... Right? That's like, November 11th. Yeah, Thanksgiving is the turning of the key, yeah, I think. Yeah, okay, I get... Okay, if you still enjoy being early on Christmas, you you can do that, but just know you're ruining Christmas for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You go to Thanksgiving, you go up to there, and that's the Thanksgiving month is November. Yes. But then the second the turkey is finished, the second Thanksgiving dinner is done, Christmas season has begun. That's Boom. why it rhymes. That is it. It wouldn't work if it didn't rhyme. The second you're shooting a hot load onto that cookie, dude, it, the Christmas season has begun. I thought you were going to rhyme. But, yeah, I mean, December 1st is fair if he's trying to combat a crazy woman that wants to do it on November 11th. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, what's the significant? The thing is, too, it's a predetermined day for them, too. What is Okay, even, let's say, because, I, I mean, I think we both consider it the same. There's the religious holiday of Christmas, and then the real, like, not real, but the, like, American, and you can, not even American, but the, like, capitalist Christmas. Yeah. And that's the one that I love, because I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you can separate those two. But both of them have nothing to do with Veterans Day at all. No, not at one bit. Not even a little bit. Not Santa doesn't care about veterans. I'll say it. Dude. Santa fucking hates veterans. Holy shit. Let me tell you. Tell me right now. How many veterans has Santa employed in his workshop? Zero. Those, I don't think those elves have done a single tour. No. They haven't seen combat, at least. <laughs> How do you think an elf would fare in combat? Uh, I don't know. They're magic, so maybe they'd fucking kill everybody, I guess. <laughs> do you think elves got banned from the U.S. military? Do you think it was like... It a, was unfair. <laughs> it was a don't ask, don't tell if you're an elf. <laughs> <laughs> it was during World War II, and Germany went, that's against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think your mom uh, is not crazy, but where the fuck is she getting Veterans Day? I don't know. Yeah. You should probably just divorce her to be safe. I feel like that's going to be a thing, though, where people are going to be like, no, wait, no, Veterans Day is U.S. specific. I was going to say one of those things where you'll say something about Thanksgiving and people from, like, Canada or the U.K. will be like, actually, Thanksgiving, blah, and it's like, listen, it's not that your part doesn't matter. It's just that I don't care for the most part because I have a small brain that can only focus on what's in front of me. That's it. I care about your Thanksgiving, but if I ref- ref- reference Thanksgiving and you say, hey, there's more than one, there's no capacity in here for more than one Thanksgiving. That's Mm-mm. all I got. Mm. This is the only given thanks that I'm giving. Isn't there – what's what's Boxing Day? Uh, that's a British one, right? Yeah. I knew it, and I just uh, – that's a capacity. I knew it for a while, and then I forgot. That's a Christmas thing, right? Yeah, it's it's a it's a Christmas thing. It's the day after Christmas, and that's Logan Paul KSI round <laughs> <Okay>. three. <laughs> <laughs> for real, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's you the day it after. Is? It's the day after. It's I think it's a Canadian thing. What? I thought it was England. Is it? But, oh, it is the day after. Boxing Day is a secular holiday celebrated after uh, Christmas Day. It originated in the United Kingdom. But it might be... Um, yeah, and so it's celebrated in a number of countries that previously uh, formed part of the British Empire, so Boom. Canada. But what is it is what I'm asking. It's just sort of a second win kind of thing. You boot, you rally, and you hit Boxing Day. But, <laughs> okay, I, see, I've stopped caring. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the next thing. Reach our limit. At the Bear Squared says, real or fake Christmas tree? Um, honestly, I've never been um, 
my family always did fake, so I never felt snobby about it. Yeah. Um, I get where if it's your family tradition and then somebody's like, you, we should get a fake one, how you'd be pissed off about it. But honestly, fake seems like the way to go, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's the... that's the thing is what is you guys do well we do real trees every single year okay. but we also live in the like the woods mm. and we go out of our way i kind of like what we do the tradition is that we go and try to find the shittiest christmas tree we can that's great i like that a lot yeah and we decorate it and the thing is we forget every year we find a tree and we go oh look at this piece of shit and then we bring it inside we try to put presents on it and all the branches are like drooping right, or with right. the decorations on it you know so we learn our lesson every year. But the thing is, real trees are significantly more arguably expensive because you can't make a one-time investment. Right. They're more dangerous because they're way more fucking flammable. Mm-hmm. And they're more inconvenient. And they're worse technically in every way other than the novelty of, we have a real tree. Yeah. Can I make a Christmas complaint that agrees with real trees, though? Yes. Okay. I don't know, and Tony's going to love this, too, because we both feel very strongly about this, including my dad. And I think I get this from my dad. Um, I don't know who the fuck is making Christmas products, but whatever they're doing with LEDs and color of lights, I don't know what the fuck they're on. Where you'll go and there'll be like a Christmas tree that's like, hey, this one's bright blue with like LED lights that are cyan. And it's like, that's not even close to Christmas. Mm -mm. People that decorate their houses in like bright blue LEDs, green and red, or the full multicolor ones. That's not what Christ would have wanted is the Dude, thing. Dude, I just don't understand. There's Because of the wave of LEDs, people are like, every color can be a Christmas color. No! You're stupid. You decorate your house in blue and orange? It's but What it's, are you doing? But it's winter colors, Eddie. What? It's, win- it's what? winter colors, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and these people who put those fucking lazy-ass spotlight things up, you know what I'm talking about? Where they're like, instead of putting lights on my house, it's just going to be moving like lasers the whole time. Oh, yeah. The fuck are you doing, dude? Just decorate your house. Yeah. Lights are not that expensive. Yeah. Fuck you, the the consumers that don't consume that. Urgh. Wrap a bush up in some lights. That's all you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, wrap your bush this season. That's all I'm saying, all right? When do you think is the... When when should you, at the latest, take your Christmas stuff down? Take it down. Outside. Outside. Outs, uh, the thing is, I think... Definitely up until New Year's Eve, you should keep them up. Yes. Because everyone should still have their lights on on New Year's Eve, I think. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, hey, guys, we're still in the holidays. If you want to take your stuff down January 1st, absolutely. Um, But for the lazy, you know, sometimes people leave them up. You definitely shouldn't be lighting them up anymore. But you should probably get to it by the second week in January. I would say January 7th is your last day. You get a full week. Yeah, I would say so, too. Because then it's like... Yeah, even even the day of yeah, some people start taking them down on New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. But then also, you know too, because we're from the Midwest, is sometimes the weather just does not allow a good day to take it down. That's true. That's so true. Who knows? When do you usually set up? Usually, we, we'll do it like the Friday. They're on Black Friday for setting up outside. Yeah, but I don't think we have this year yet. We go because again, we're back home, and Wisconsin deer hunting season falls, so that the Thursday is there's three days left of season. Mm. So every day. Our group stops hunting on the last Saturday, so that final Sunday is when my mom does a full overhaul for the house. Okay. We go gotcha. get a tree, boom, it's all Christmas. I love Christmas decorating. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just, there's something about, I don't know, like, 
It doesn't have to be your family exactly, but even with your friends, like, do you remember at the cabin? Were you at the cabin yet when we decorated it, or did you get there when it was decorated? I don't remember. I think you got there when it was decorated, because I think you got there that night, and we did it right when we got there. Mm. But just, like, blasting Christmas music, getting drunk with the boys, and then you remember there were, like, the big wooden pillars. We were, like, wrapping the lights around and everything. I'm bummed we're not doing the cabin until March now, but, That's you know, okay. That's okay. It's fine. I'll live. I'll just say it, all right? <laughs> All right, here's what we got, boys. We got at Bran Ham and Nation says, What is the end all be all? It's the do all end all, let me just say. Uh, Wait, I thought end all be all was a phrase as well. But if but end all, it always ends with end all, though. The be all end all. That's true, I think. Yeah. Yeah. End comes at the end. That's the rule of thumb. Of your favorite Christmas dinner food, just a dish that you only eat at Christmas, even if it's family specific. I don't think I have one of those. Uh, my family usually is pretty like informal with holiday cooking stuff, especially mm-hmm. my dad's side has conditioned me to have Italian brain with any holiday <laughs> meal where like if there is like a buffet style, like a bunch of food, I expect there to be like mastacholi and like bread and stuff like that. What's mastacholi? Excuse me? I don't know what mastacholi is. This rever- Oh, really? Yep. Just super standard pasta. Never heard of it. You never, never, ever heard the word mastacholi. For, you're, you're for, I'm, a, I'm not even fucking with you. I've never heard the word. Okay, because I really can't. I'm not trying to be a dick. I just no. cannot tell. Fully never. You've heard never of heard it. the word mastacholi in your never life. Never in my entire life until now. I swear to what? God. What? Yep. Wow. Different places, I guess. Yeah. Can I throw a couple? It's just the. It's the like tube noodles. It's, it's like I'll show. I'll show you a picture of it. But I'm sure ahead. I've seen it, but I've never seen it called mastacholi before. I'll, I'll show you. Hold on. And that's what you guys do for Christmas. It's not like the main dish, but you always have it on the side. So you have your standard Christmas foods and then the little Italian bit. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's more of your Italian blend of shit. Can I yeah. throw a, Nor- a Scandinavian thing that we have every fucking holiday? Yes. You ever heard of this word? Lefsa. Uh, that's, you, I think you told me about it last year, possibly. This yeah. is mastacholi. It's just like your standard. Oh, just like tube noodle shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. And it's not on, on the ends of it. It's not like a flat. It's like curved in the Or not curved, but like. One side is longer than the other yeah. on the end. Weaponized, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, yeah. Master Mastacholi, never heard that ever. Really? And that's just standard for you guys' holiday shit? Um, for the most part, that's, like, always there. Damn. It's, it's as standard as, like, m- mashed potatoes, pretty much. Really? Or, like, some kind... It doesn't have to be just Mastacholi, but it'll be, like... Or, like, lasagna or spaghetti or something like that. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we got Lefsa as our thing, too. You told me about it last year, but I forgot. It's I'm, I'm thinking it's a... Dessert type thing, right? It's sweet. It is. It's, I remember you telling me that, but I don't remember exactly what it was. It's a sweet light tortilla, uh-huh. and uh, and you 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 put some like butter spread on it and some cinnamon sugar in between it, and you roll it up. That Let's sounds up. really fucking good. It's very tasty. I yes. want to try it. For me, my favorite holiday shit ever is my grandma doesn't make it anymore. Uh, my grandma got too old and she got in a really bad car accident a couple years ago, so she doesn't really cook. But what what she used to do every year, and the the grandkids would go help her make meatballs. It's mm-hmm. just perfect Swedish meatballs. Nice. And I've never had any meat item that's tasted like it before. Mm. So I'm like, God damn it, I will never have that again. She's still alive, but I don't think she's making them. Boys. Ask her for the recipes. That's super important. With my great grandma, we didn't do that enough of asking her for recipes while she was alive. But then I'd be a cooking nerd. So. <laughs> <sighs> um, but. But um, what was I going to say, too? With Oh, yeah. Also, holiday thing. My mom always um, in, like, a crock pot yeah. will – she'll buy, like, just kind of regular apple cider, but then pour it in and heat it up in the crock pot with, like, a mix of, like, cinnamon and, like, a couple other things. I think, like um, – like uh, allspice, whatever the fuck. Nutmeg in there, maybe? Uh, I don't know the exact mixture, but now that I've gotten older, it's the best – 
mixing drink I've ever had where you can pour like equal parts apple cider and spiced rum into it and you will not taste the rum. Really? Because there's a little bit of spice to the apple cider because of what's in it. And so like you straight up can't I got drunk on Thanksgiving on apple cider, just Damn. like even three glasses of it. So that's my like that when my mom makes her apple cider, that's the big one. You ever been like stupid drunk around your family? No, I haven't. I've been kind of buzzed, but never stupid drunk, no. Have you? I the thing is probably <laughs> The first and maybe the only time, ironically, is when we filmed the first God's Country video. Uh I was at home, and it was the end of the day. It was in the summertime, and my mom... Like, I I had already just casually probably had like four or five beers oh, in the shit. last like, when few you start before you started recording before i started recording <laughs> and my and i had those tall boy miller light cans and my mom right. wait four or five of those no i had oh, four okay. or five regular cans but i had the tall boys in there because they're like on sale or some shit and uh my mom comes to me and she she just out of nowhere she had the camera she goes hey i think the the neighbor's horses are by the fence you want to film a video and i was just like Mom, that that again, that's not a video. <laughs> what do you mean the horses are nearby? So I was like, okay, let's go. And I grabbed two new tall boy cans. So I essentially, by the end of that, I drank most of it, and I probably had like 10 beers. Oh, when I was, shit, yeah. And I was really drunk that night, but... Did you try not to talk to your family as much as possible? It was weird. Yeah, I, I try. I didn't want to be too like concerno mode, you know. <laughs> like, hey, Gus is pretty torqued here because my mom doesn't even drink, and my dad has no more than like two beers every mm. night. You know, my my parents uh, drank just like a regular adult amount, but my they were so good at never even seeming drunk when they're like we're at social events or anything. Like they would never get drunk at like a family party, mm-hmm. but especially like. We, you remember I told you we would go to Wisconsin for, like, one week for a vacation every single year at that, like, cabin? Yep. And it would be, like, all of my, like, dad's, like, childhood friends and, like, our family and everything. So the adults were always drinking the entire time because it was, like, this party week for them. I only saw my dad drunk once in my life. And it was at that one time he came back. Like, it was he was trying to get, I think, like, my mom's phone or something. Mm-hmm. And he came in. I could just tell. I was like, dad's actually a little bit different. But, like, the fact that... I was thinking, like, when I have kids, how the fuck am I going to hide the fact when I get kind of buzzed or not around them? Yeah. Because they did it really fucking well. I'll give it to them. They did that. My dad's probably listening right now. I, <laughs> I, I noticed, I, I've told him that one time I noticed before. Because I remember he just kind of, like, came in and was just like, I'm looking for your uh, mom's phone. I was like, uh, it's in the other room. Oh, okay. And then it was, like, was really nice and, like, just walked, walked out after. And I was like, I think he was off a little bit. Yeah. But uh, I was old. I was still, like, I think I was, like, 13 at the time really? so it wasn't like a four-year-old boy being like dad's different <laughs> like i thought like oh okay he's drunk i really wish i could see my dad drunk once and he's such a quiet Get drunk with him calm guy he won't do it he won't do it. I totally... I wish. Do you drink with your dad, though, when you're back? You just don't get drunk with your dad? Yeah, like, sometimes we'll have some beers and stuff. That's the same thing as I'm always... Because it's somewhere where I have to drive, so I'll have, like, two beers, but I'm never getting drunk with my dad. And my dad is, like... He's an extraordinarily smart, calm, cool, caring person, but he's the definition of a creature of habit. He mm. does not like going outside of things that he's comfortable with or that he's familiar with. So, like, he doesn't, like... He will never have hard liquor or even a mixed drink or something, he has two cans of old Milwaukee every night that he cracks and pours into the same mug that he washes over and over again. I appreciate <clears> it a little bit, though. It was the creature habit shit. Yeah, I know. And that's one of the biggest things is with my dad is it's like I wish that I could kind of share some experiences with him, especially as I got older. Like, 
we were still fully cool, but when we were kids, like we were huge buddies because everything like just overlapped with our interests and stuff. And then as I got older, I recognized, oh, my dad doesn't like watch. She, he doesn't even like watching super violent movies. Like if it's mm. rated R, my dad will even be like, I don't. He says I don't need to see any of that like kind of like violence and mm. stuff like that. And so it's like, okay, well, most of the movies I want to watch, my my dad doesn't want to watch. Yeah, because your favorite movie's Django. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like he did. He he actively hated that. Like I think we watched it the first time he left when he watched Django. With I get me. how if you're if you don't like to see violence, how Django could be very upsetting. Yeah, because even Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is pretty upsetting at the end. You know what I mean? Like it's like not. Yeah, it's I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like. You, it's it's it feels dark, you know, dude. It does, and I'll have one more final thing to say on my dad. I don't yeah, think I wasn't trying to. No, no, I'm just saying too because I I was I was beating around the bush. I don't know if it's like personal information stuff at all, but I think it should be fine. But it, he he doesn't often really open up to like kind of core parts of who he is. But um, some of you guys I said before when I was two years old, my grandpa died, my mm. dad's dad, and I asked him one time, and I was just like, Dad, like, why don't you like? I was so frustrated. I was like, every time I want to watch a movie with you, I was like. Didn't when you were a kid, like you told me before, like sometimes I'll bring up '80s movies and stuff, and you'll be like, "Oh, I saw Terminator" or "I saw Blade Runner" or something mm. like that. It's like, why don't you? You used to like these, and he he told me he's like, "Yeah, you know, I I kind of used to like that, but ever you know, it was kind of when my dad died. I don't like watching violence or negativity." Ooh, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh, wow." So yeah, then it's like it's a. To- I know you're like it too. It's like totally understandable for him then too. Yeah. But yeah, I do get how that sucks where you don't want to like what you can't watch your like favorite shit with him. Yeah, and that's 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 unfortunate because I feel like as I get older and I do more things and see more people have new experiences like my circle of what I can really relate to my dad with just closes in a little bit more so it's that's unfortunate one thing though is you guys do always have the hunting stuff for right for oh yeah forever so that's great oh yeah that's a huge like that's like a dedicated week or two weeks every year where you got that thing in common which is great yeah I love doing that that's super banging um one thing is (laughs) I just uh, I'll really skate around this but I had a friend once where uh (laughs) Uh, it was, I was just thinking too, because in my head, and I'm not only saying this for this exact reason Mm -hmm. is that like, you know, I know I told you like, that's kind of one of my things with my dad is like bonding over movies. And so it's like the worst thing I could possibly say was like, Oh, my dad loves that stuff. Yeah. But I had a friend, I'm only bringing this up because I had a friend once where when my parents were splitting up, I was like, yeah, like, I don't know what Tony and I were like, we don't know what to do. Like we've been in this house our entire lives. Like we love it so much. Like, it's just going to be such a hard transition to go between them. And one of my friends, um, who, you know, but I will not name, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, you guys wish you knew I'm this keeping shit, this dude. One of my friends just goes like, yeah, we never sell like our house. Like my, my mom just likes our house too much. Like we never, we never sell that. And it was like. Ouch! Why <laughs> did you say that? You know? Um, Have which, some awareness. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't remember it. I hope he does not hear this. But it was just like, <laughs> it was just like, what are you thinking saying that right now? You know, like, why would you ever tell me that? You know what? I, I'm really curious about this, too. Because I'd like to say, we, we tell stories and little anecdotes from our personal experience with friends and family sometimes. You know what's one thing I never consider? Is like, sometimes some of our friends and stuff watch the podcast and, and we're not super salacious and just t- telling, like, guess what happened and throw somebody under the bus. But I wonder if any of our friends are just kind of like, Ugh, I hope they don't say this about me. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I feel like that's the only thing I've said about a friend that's like a slightly negative thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, my dad listens to every episode. Hi, yeah. dad. <laughs> so, um, and also my friend, I'm pretty sure my friend Victor listens to every episode. Never said anything bad about Victor. Love you, Vic. Yeah. You still haven't met him, though. Um, you will possibly. We might be doing an LA trip in the summer. Wow, so. can I just say? 
Wow. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At Punished Link says, do your families have any weird holiday traditions? Um, can I say one that's not it's a rejected tradition? That's a tradition culturally, I believe. Yeah. Um, I think it started as a German thing. It's an ornament my mom got when she was a kid. Uh, that's like a it's a pickle. You heard about the pickle tradition? We do that too. Hide okay. the pickle. We don't do the pickle. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Hide the pickle. But every year we joke like like oh maybe we'll do the pickle this year and we don't. It's a good tradition. It's fun. You find it for people that don't know. It's a pickle ornament, and the first kid to find the pickle in on Christmas morning gets to open the first gift. That's the same thing for you guys, right? Yep. That's it. Says it on a little note on the pickle thing too, and I, it's just a joke for us that like, hey, here's something that could be a fun tradition that we just blatantly ignore <laughs> every single year. I like that your tradition is ignoring a tradition. That's yeah. funnier. I think <laughs> it's, it's That's, nice. I, I don't think we do anything. We used to do uh, – my mom used to pour a lot of effort for Johnson Christmas into doing a huge scavenger hunt, and she would take hours of her time to write out personalized clues to find, like, oh, so cool. presents hidden around and shit. But uh, other than that, no. Well, we have uh, – my grandma lives on this big hill in town, and uh, she has a bunch of these old things from, like, the 60s and 70s called snurf boards. What? <laughs> yeah. So a snurf board is, like, a wider concave ski with a bunch of staples instead of where your feet would go on a snowboard to strap in. Okay. It's a bunch of staples plugged in there for a little bit of grip. And it's just you just go down the hill sideways on that. So we go snurfing. That every sounds fucking awesome. Christmas, it's pretty cool. I loved it. Um, one thing I remember is, uh, especially the last couple of years, I've been getting more little gifts for people, just so there's like kind of a lot to open. Just because yeah. it, the older you get, the more expensive give, gifts get for people. So it's like just even getting small little nice things, just to have you know stuff to open, makes the whole experience more fun. I think. So it's like if you're gonna get your mom a really nice gift, also get her some like some nice soap or a candle or something, and wrap that up too, so she has something to open. Or your dad, I don't know. Whatever your life is, guy, I don't want to assume on your part. Or here. both of your moms, or both of your dads, whatever it is. Both of your moms and one of your dads, whatever it is. <laughs> That could be one, too. Could be. Whoever knows. I've actually never, ever met somebody that has, th- like, three co-parents, though. Really? That's got to be a thing. Have you ever met somebody with, like, uh, like gay parents? Yes. In I my haven't. high school. It really? Yes. Not in my hometown, unfortunately. I don't know. Maybe we just cancel your hometown. I would do it in a second. <laughs> <laughs> They're canceled. They're canceled. I'm sorry. Let's airlift my parents out of there and cancel the town, all right? Nope. Sorry. They got to be there. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I Again, too... My mom goes out of her way every year to say, this is not a joke. I'm going to be really upset if you get me a present. She's like, I don't need presents. Mm. And again, too, this is... Sorry, Tony. We double cut something. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My parents do nice things when it comes to Christmas. And separately from that, my mom says she she doesn't want anything. She's like, don't get me anything at all. I've gotten her gifts as I've become an adult and stuff. And she's just like... No, like she's not even, she's like, okay, thank you, but don't, I don't Mm. want this. I get it though, because I get like, I get that kind of parent dynamic where you don't want your kid to start giving you gifts. I totally understand that Um, for some people, like it would just make you feel weird. I tried getting her a dishwasher a few months ago. Because, like, literally right now my family doesn't have a working dishwasher or a laundry machine. And I was like, I can't 
let me buy you a dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she fought me tooth and nail. I was Damn. like, fucking buy a dishwasher. So yeah. it's in the mail now. There's Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, luckily. <laughs> we're, we're, we're cutting again. Just because I started, I just a little bit started to say something that I maybe shouldn't say. And now my phone's going off. But it's the Christmas episode, Whatever. guys. You want to get another question? Yeah. It was just Chris Melberger's live streaming on Twitch. It was a notification. Come on, Chris. You guys want to listen to Chris's live stream? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to play it. He hasn't started yet. <laughs> it's God music. damn it. God Come on, Chris. Chris. You had the opportunity to be on the Gus Nutty podcast. He's already been on. Yeah. Oh, we had Chris on this year. I forgot about Chris when I was naming guests. And Chris? I fucking loved Chris. Chris is a funny bunny. Chris Melberger. But I'll also Chris Ray Gunn, who was on last year. But Yeah. So he didn't make the cut this year, not of choosing guests, but of me shouting them out. It's whatever, Chris. Just chill. <laughs> At Killer Queen You Are says, what's your opinions on eggnog? Fuck eggnog. I hate it. I uh, have only had a little bit, and I don't really care for it. That's it. <laughs> it, re- it repulses me. I hate it. Eggnog, I feel like, is only a holiday tradition because it sounds weird, and it's only okay to have at that time. If eggnog yeah. were okay to have around the year, it would disappear completely. But because it's like in songs, that's why it's still around. Eggnog is the good and plenty of beverages. Yeah. Tony kept trying. He kept trying to enjoy uh, some, you know, alcoholic eggnog experiences, and he did not enjoy it. The thing is, too, I had straight eggnog as a kid, and it always was like, hey, will I like eggnog this year? I absolutely don't. And then yeah. I was an adult. I was like, maybe it'll get better with, with having liquor in it. It got actively worse for my <laughs> taste buds. Yeah, dude, I actually really don't like um, thick mixed drinks. Like, I don't, really don't fuck with Baileys and coffee either way. Right. That, like, that. I don't know. Something about... Drinking something thick, usually I feel like my brain is like actively enjoying it with my taste buds, even coffee. But then when you're trying to like recognize alcohol and this thick liquid going in, nope, not no. for me. Yeah, dude, I'm not thickwood. Sorry, go ahead. Thickwood, there you go. I the, the thickest thing that I can really enjoy, liquid. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid-wise is is uh, probably, honestly, I just got to go straight up to, like, a, a malt or a shake or something like mm. that. Like, that is... Wait, you've had alcoholic malts? Um, no, not alcoholic. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. But I was going to say, way, that, how is that? That's intriguing. <laughs> I would love to try it. I've not done it yet. I've that's had it. alcoholic, like, f- like icy, freezy things. By the way, icy, your silence is fucking deafening. <laughs> uh, thanks for... Yeah, you're welcome for the pre- free promo. Uh, I've, I mean, I've had, like shakes and shit you know you blend up like a margarita or uh tyler and i used to walk down to the to the super america by our house they had 49 cent ices Wait, all what's summer a super america super america is like a gas station oh okay we'd walk down they had 49 cent ices all summer like oh large for real? ices so we'd walk Did they back. Have white cherry yes they had white cherry dude 49 dude. cent white cherry i would i'm not even joking i would gain 50 pounds it was just crazy. having that option and it was like some significant anniversary for icy too so every week someone came in and had a new icy flavor like it's like what this week it's like golden pineapple or mango lime dude it's like i've never seen these and especially for mixed drinks that's like fucking incredible yeah so tyler would walk up to the gas station and with me and we'd have a crisp one dollar bill each we double fist two large ices come back and we just pour like a uh, bacardi white in both of them stir them uh, stir them it around and it's still the same consistency and we'd get these we had these super mega extra long no- novelty party straws uh, and we would sit in the kitchen table in the living or in the in the kitchen and we'd play uh pub g right when it was coming out <laughs> and we'd put the drink on the floor and the novelty straw would come up to our <laughs> this mouth is truly the most college wisconsin thing yeah. that you could ever possibly do 
Yeah. Um, unless you were like dripping melted cheese into it at the same time. We get that sounds fucking awesome. Dude, it was fucking great. And we'd do shit like uh because that was when we were living like just dollar to dollar. So we'd have our double fisted icy Bacardi shit going on. Then we'd get pretty tanked and we'd walk to the grocery store and we would spend it, it was like a an eight dollar meal. Yeah. We could go get like a few pounds of chicken legs mm-hmm. just frozen for like five bucks. We get some big spinny ro- like rotini noodles or whatever the hell or manischadi. Mascioli. Mascioli. Maniscalco. And we would just like... I, I would I would take some barbecue sauce and some some red wine and a little bit of Heinz fifty seven some Lowry seasoned salt and I would marinate those bitches and I would put them in the oven and I have some baked chicken wings and then there just have go. some some garlic butter noodles. God damn, <clears throat> dude, that's our. I I think I told you about our uh, college tradition with um with Charlie and again I'll say people talk about me mentioning Zach. Two of my best friends are named Zach, and I can't dox them. So that's why it always sounds like I'm talking about a Zach. Yeah. I've mentioned it before, but um, it was with uh, Charlie, Tony, and uh, Zach uh, C that you know. Yeah. Um, where it was Taco Bell Thursdays, where it was straight up every single week, because my, my college week would end on Thursdays. Same with Zach. Charlie was already working on YouTube. Charlie mm-hmm. uh, is a gaming YouTuber, C Dang. That's my good old childhood boy. We've known each other since we were five. Um, yeah. And we would – it was also while I was being extremely, like, healthy and going to the gym and everything. Like, I still still run every day. I don't know if you want to give me a round of applause or anything. Go ahead, Gus, if you want to. What was the option? I just choose not to. I abstain. Okay. Uh, still do it at home, I'm sure. Um, but no, when I'm I was, hearing anything. I was eating way healthier and, like, actually counting my calories. So talk about Thursdays. I do not recommend this health-wise for anybody. But it was that you wouldn't eat anything all day. So we would go to our Thursday classes – And the week would end there. And I wouldn't eat anything there. And then you wouldn't eat anything until Charlie and Zach came over at 8 p.m. Yeah. And then you would get the food. And before you eat the food, you would drink a beer pretty quickly, which would get an instant buzz because you hadn't eaten anything and you drank it really fast. Mm -hmm. And then you'd start eating Taco Bell and drinking, which also limited our calories because that one beer did the job of three. Yeah. (laughs) So don't do that. (laughs) It's bad for you all around. But I cherish those times very heavily. I love that so well, much. Let me feel this one. Do that. Uh, <laughs> it is It is honestly a pretty effective weight loss method. For that some fuck people, with your liver more than normal, though, if you don't have any food and it's just directly going? Well, I don't know because your, fil- your liver still has to filter that shit. Right, but I'm just thinking if there's nothing to block it or absorb it or anything. I don't know. I don't know. know how the stomach works, I'll be honest. Um, but send, a, <laughs> send us some stomachs to dissect so we can learn, please. Dude, we dissect a frog on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm, put, I'm gonna put some Jack in here. I will truly say that that was the best glass of whiskey I've ever had so far in my life. I'll I'll so have I'll to thank you for it. Die on that hill. There you go. All right, I'm gonna get more. Do you need any more alcohol? I'm good now. I I have an event I'm going to later, so wow. I I'd, I'd better. It's very black tie. Is it black tie? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> should, should, should I say what it is? It's. It's so fucking dumb. I didn't earn this. I'm going to the Silicon Valley final episode premiere. I've not seen a single episode of Silicon Valley. I've seen every episode of Silicon Valley. Eddie should have got invited. I just I did work with Funnier Die in the past, but I guess Eddie did too, so Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> no, it was yeah. So anyway, I'm going to that later. But it's I I don't know. I haven't seen an episode. You know the shitty part? What? Sabrina and I are gonna go there and leave before they screen the yeah, episode. Oh, yeah. So you just go and have drinks? Yeah. <laughs> We're not even gonna stay. Uh, uh, anyway. 
Um, oh shit! Before we get to other shit, we have mail. We have Christmas mail. It's Christmas presents. Open your pack. Send us the packages to the description and below. Also, not in trying to end it all. What time are we at? So I know what how to structure the rest of my life. I have. We have about twenty minutes left. Okay, that's good enough. I was hoping for thirty, but we got twenty. We good. All right. Somebody sent us this this jacket from Asia. Whoa. It, it was addressed just to me personally. Oh, so they sent you a jacket from Asia. So I'm very kind of glad to see that it does not have any podcast references in it that would imply that it's a shared gift because I actually might wear this yeah, jacket. Yeah, that's a cool jacket. This is pretty tit. What, what's it say? Ciao, Yato. I will share this jacket evenly with Eddie in the interest of friendship in the holiday season. Okay. This is a pretty sick jacket, <laughs> I, though. Thank I you. I want to share it with you. Dude. Oh, this is fucking cool. Yeah, um, thanks for this jacket. All right, so from Carter... We got um, a framed photo of Danny DeVito with a bottle of wine, it looks like. That's good. Um, does he have his own? There's a lemon on this. Is this his own? Look at Read it. It says Danny DeVito on the bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. This is his uh, liquor. Is it wine? What is it? I think it's just a liqueur. Okay. Um, this says open on the podcast, and it says it's your and birthday, but it crossed out birthday and says it's your podcast. <laughs> good. Okay. Hey boys, a couple of years ago, my friends and I stole this framed photo of Danny DeVito from Buco de Beppo, oh, Buco de Beppo bathroom. <laughs> Gross, dude. Um, so, uh, what else is it? Um, it's been hanging in our apartment, but I wanted you guys to have it. That's so sweet. Um, and it's a, here's a, a Polaroid of them praying to the the framed photo on their wall. Good. And, and honestly, that's something very special that they have given us, and I yeah. do cherish that. P.S. is actually is just a, oh. This what? is actually just a replica of the picture we stole. I didn't want uh, you boys to be liable for anything. Boys support boys. Oh, wait, no, they're just saying that so it doesn't sound like we stole it. Ah, so, okay, that's smart. That's smart. I get you, dog. We didn't steal it, though. We didn't commit the crime, so that's on you still. That's cl- We're clean, just like the guy that sent us drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, so this is from our boy Ethan R. I can already tell this is a tits gift, all right? Check this shit out, Eddie. Is that the PlayStation sweatshirt? Sweater! Oh, dude! Boom, baby. Tony showed me that on the store, and I was like, that's the coolest fucking thing ever. That's cool. We do sell these, Gus and Eddie, shopco.net. You can pick one up. Those? Full proceeds go to (laughs) us. Shopco? Full proceeds go to Doctors Without Borders. Can you legally say that? I just said it. I just told people to starve themselves and... All right, we got more high chews. Boom, baby. Thanks for those. Um... There's a post-it note attached to it. Oh, what's this post-it note say? It says, please read on the podcast. And it's just, it's attached to the high choose. So, nutrition facts, about 3.5. <laughs> okay, hold up, hold up. What do we got in here? Holy so shit. It's a big, it's a big drawing. Um, there's a note attached. Um, you want to read that? Here's what the note says. Hey, boys, I felt bad that I made stuff for Gus and had nothing for Eddie when I went to the live show, so the trash Yu-Gi-Oh cards are for Eddie because I got Gus some already. By the way, I was that 13-year-old kid in the Boys Get a Little Tipsy episode, so thanks for answering my question. Oh, wait, it was was it the one asking about dating advice? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. It was the one in middle school that we talked about. Let's hear if he got some. Uh, <laughs> I hope you like the high choose and poster I made. Also, could you Dude, s- just this say... this is fucking awesome. Look at this. Dad, that's- it's got a well-dressed bird. It's got dad boy. It's got turtle drones. That is dope. It has us wearing our merch. Oh, we're beating the shit out of kids. <laughs> Can I just say, if you really are 13 and drew that, that looks better than a lot of 24-year-old art students <laughs> I know. Tony's there stirring some licky star at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Tony <laughs> and it actually up. looks like Tony. You looked at the picture for it. That's great. Dude, you're talented. This oh, is fucking awesome. Hi, Owen. 
hello, hi, Owen. He says, say that. Or something like that because my dad was thinking I'd get a shout-out. Boom. Take that, dad. Hi, Owen and dad. Did he make fake Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Whoa. That's cool. Dude. This is a pillow guy Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh, I remember this guy now. Okay, Dude. yeah, I do. This is cool. Here's there's one. Pillow, pillow guy, man in crisis, annoy close friends and family with voice, but plus thousand subs. It's a road work one for Drew. Cool. What What's mine? Oh, here's one for Sabrina. Nice. These are actually awesome. This is fucking cool. Her her type is <laughs> called nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> Mothman, it's it's Sven. That's fucking cool. Jakey the Snakey, Yoga Ball Samurai. <laughs> He's going to put that on his fucking Bumble page. <laughs> um, okay, Greg, we got a Danny one. There I am. Burby boy. <laughs> Burby boy. Born in the burbs, then became one. That's, that's, a, that's smart. That's a good bit. Um, uh, has beautiful knees. Thank you. This is fucking awesome. Thank, did you say his name is Owen? Yo, no, this guy's name is Owen. I realized that's I was... That's the one... The, oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, this is Owen. Thank you, Owen. There's a lot more stuff, but I'm going to open it off podcast. Thank you. Frick yeah, dude. Hey, Ethan R. over here sent us some coupons for various items at Wendy's, which is where Whoa. he works. That's no joke for real. I might take some of those home. Boo Bucks. Five free f Junior Frosties? Holy shit. We're rich. Wait. Wait, 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 What wait, the wait. fuck is this? Dude, look at this. Are these real? Check wait. your ex expiration date All before right, I get hold excited. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What do we got here? Uh, valid uh, through the 31st of January. Wait, of 2020? Yes. And it's five free Junior Frosties? Wait. Um, okay, this says one. Wait, what the fuck? Why does it say let me, five let me see free one here? Of them. Oh, okay. dude, there are five in there. What the fuck, dude? Is it limit one per purchase or customer? Don't do this. Well, to no, me. but how would they know? Because you just go to a different Wendy's. <laughs> You're gonna put that much time. <laughs> or do you know how big a Junior Wendy's. Frosty is, though? It's tiny. It's, it's tiny. It's, I think the the Junior Frosty is the smallest cup of all time. Yes. Not valid for any other coupon offer. Not redeemable for cash. Limit one per person per visit. Fuck you. Per person. Go with all the boys. Make it one big Frosty. Honestly. Separate a stack. I'll bring these home to the Chicago boys and I'll hand them out. There you go. <laughs> Boom. We got some of these too. We <laughs> got them out. You start like dealing. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yo, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Think this will run it through the cash counter. <laughs> <laughs> and is this just ripped up coupons? Or yeah, what? this is a bunch of other ones. You got your two two spicy combo meals for 10 bucks. You know, the, the huge. These are huge because I wouldn't use these in LA because I'm not driving. I'm getting it on Postmates, but I would absolutely use these back home. What's it feel like being rich now that we have these? Dude, honestly... We drank a very expensive whiskey, but this made me feel wealthy. <laughs> this is it. That's all it took. Is that the last package of the year? I got one more package. It's Other than that or that one? This one. So this is the last package of 2019 from the boys. How do you feel right now? Me? Yeah. Good. I thought you meant like the, the person who shipped it. I feel... I feel I mean, a little nervous. Not at the way... I don't not trust you with the knife, but also it was a lot of slashing. <laughs> I don't like that <laughs> at all. All right, God, this person wrapped it like a World War II landmine. <laughs> Wait, do those get wrapped? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you wouldn't know. You never been hit with one. That's true. <laughs> You've been hit hard. I've, I've stepped on pretty much like fifty landmines. So, <laughs> no, I guess my legs are pretty tough. <laughs> okay, Google, what's the max amount of landmines a guy can step on? <laughs> God, this is like a fucking dude, war bunker. It, where is it in? Um, is it like France that like still in the woods? They just have like a ton of landmines that they're trying to find. Oh yeah, there's a lot of third world countries that have. I think they're a big problem in Vietnam and places too. Dude, yeah, there was one that was like. I remember seeing it was like a Discovery Channel. Wait, what's up? This is rad. Wait, I gotta see it now. What's up? This is from our girl Courtney. 
I want to double check. Courtney G. Oh, this is fucking rad, dude. Just this, show it to me. Can I just say, this is this is the most fitting gift that we could have gotten to end the full fucking year. Okay. It is a knife painted like Whoa! the fucking boy. We're on each... Okay, hold on. Holy shit. Yeah, Tony, zoom in really quick. So we got Gus right there. Are you are you doing like an NBM thing? What is that? That like... I'm framing It's like it. a girl. Oh, this. It's, it looks like the NBM girl, but regular you, which means they individually drew you doing NBMba. That's right. And then flip that bad boy. Boom. Eddie with the threatening with the punch Dude, from Phil's podcast. That's fucking good. That well, is actually, really cool. Well, actually, I think that one's just from me and my mirror... Um, on Instagram. Oh, that's a good one. God, this is... Honestly, what a more fitting fucking final gift right here. Honestly, dude. Okay, so for audio listeners that can't see, it's a knife. Honestly, it very impressively painted to yes. look like the podcast set and then very well-painted versions of us on either side of the knife. That's nuts, dude. It's fucking cool. I like this community. This is dope. Dude, yeah. Did you <laughs> say Courtney G? Yep. Was there any note or anything? Um, I don't know. It was wrapped really weird. Maybe in here. Let me. Oh, yeah. I think I see something. We got to read that one out. All right. We got to appreciate our boys. Oh, yeah. Courtney, you're a true boy. It says, read me. If she, like, puts an Instagram in there, definitely shout it out. We got to do it. I want to see this knife. Ow, ow, ow. Ow, Courtney G. You just come back after the event, and I used it to just, like, slice potatoes. <laughs> it's just <laughs> absolutely ruined. <laughs> Hey, oh, you're just catching up on my potato slicing. <laughs> I, I, you know I'm leaving tomorrow, but I thought I'd just cut all these potatoes. Dear Goob and Oodles, I know you boys, especially the editor, love it when we send in knives. you goddamn right. <laughs> so here's one more with my own special touch. Unfortunately, it was a pretty dull knife to start with, as well as the layer of paint makes it not too good for stabbing, but I can assure you it's one of the most threatening weapons you'll ever come across. Your, your podcast is one of my favorite things to listen to while I draw or clean my Airbnb suite, so if you're ever in Vancouver, I can hook you up with a couple rooms. I was a little late to the podcast game, so I'm almost through all of them, but in the few years I've known about you guys, I've watched every single video on both your channels, and I'll occasionally go back and rewatch my favorites. Final little bit here. Thank you for all the chuckles, laughs, and giggles. 90% of my brother and I's interaction is just us referencing our favorite lines from your videos. Not Dude. only that, but you both seem incredibly kind, and I hope that one day I'll be able to say hi to you and give you both a crisp high five. I appreciate you two a lot, and I can't wait to see what you come up with in the future. Have an above-average day, Courtney. Dude. We love our boys. I love my boys. That dude, the idea that, like, especially, I would say with stuff like, um, like Jake and Amir with me, Tony, and my sister, yep. is like that was a big part for us is like quoting this one thing we all really enjoyed together. And to think that other people do that for us and like other friend groups, like are fans of us together, is like the coolest. That's honestly the coolest part about all this. Like that to think that. We're like what we what other channels were for us yes. is like the coolest thing ever. This is pretty rad, guys. Thanks again for all the positivity and memes and shit this year. Yeah, because I'll say like especially we both were fans of YouTube before like it worked for us. Yeah. So it's like we we know it's it's bizarre to be sitting here because this just seems like regular table and some walls and stuff, and you guys are watching it as content. So it's just like fucking bizarre to think that that. That us just talking to each other makes that for other people. Yeah. That's insane. Guys, we're just freaking around. I'm sorry to say it, okay? I'm, I'm sorry to say it, too. We got more uh, preguntas or disagreements, though? Yeah. Because I know you, you worked hard on getting a couple of good ones. I don't want to miss those. All right, let's see here. Here's a quickie. At basically Jason said, if you had to pick one holiday to permanently get rid of, which would it be? Um, like a main holiday. We can't say like Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah, that's lame. Um, uh, Easter. 
I'm not religious. I don't give a fuck about Easter. <laughs> I can get rid of it in a second. Yeah, that's true. Because as a kid, Easter's like the lamest holiday ever. No, Easter egg hunts, dude. That's are, they're fine, but then when you're past like five, you're just like, all right, Sounds whatever. like a guy that didn't find a lot of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> we would get, uh, my dad would put, uh, my mom and dad would put candy in some of them and then like 50 cents or a dollar in the others. And dude. when we were like, when we were like five, it was like, I'm rich. But then my sister, being five years older, money made sense to her and not to me as a kid. And she would, like, offer me 50 cents to do, like, chores for her. And I would absolutely accept. Yeah. But that was no money at all. That's 50 cents, dude. I used to do that shit, too, to my brothers. It's bullshit. It's older sibling bullshit. I know it is. It's so fucking lame, but I do it all the time. It's Sven. I'll give you a dollar if you empty a dishwasher. A dollar? Dude, I hear childhood shit with you and Sven, and you were not great. <laughs> I was not very good at Sven when I was a kid. You were, you were the oldest sibling, though, so that's a different experience completely. And if I may plead my case, Sven was an insufferable child. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear a couple minutes about Sven as a kid. Sven, okay. I think we talked about this on the podcast. I don't, I don't know if we did. But I don't think I'm ousting him. Sven had a lot of issues. Sven was a very <laughs> <laughs> Sven was an anxious kid and uh, and I was I, I still am turns out about four and a half five years older than Sven is. So when Sven came home one day from a birthday party when he was like five or six and he was bawling because a kid at the pool threw up and for like <laughs> the next eight years of his life, Sven, could not even handle the idea Th of This puke. was mentioned when he was on. Yeah, yeah. Good, then it's fine to say yeah. this. He, Sven was mortified with puke. Any fuck, you could just go, and he'd, he'd go, no, and run out screaming. I love Sven. And here's the thing. I did not have the emotional uh, uh, fortitude <laughs> to when a kid realized, wow, this is really troubling him. And in my defense, in that shitty, basic kid, older brother brain, I was like, if I do certain things, I can just be like, hey, Sven, uh, and he'll immediately give me that positive feedback loop of, no! <laughs> so I was like, I got to do this all the time now. I think it has to be an age thing because, and this is only, I'm not saying it's like a better brother thing, but only because of age is I think when you grow up as a twin with somebody, you have such intense empathy for them because they're pretty much you, even if they're fraternal. You know what I mean? Same age, same like schooling and experience. Yeah. So Tony had a, a phobia of mascots. And if I saw a mascot, I'd go like, we got to save Tony. Yeah. But if it was... <laughs> we got to save Tony. <laughs> no, for real. I would go like, where's Tony? Is he cool? Yeah. But if it was throw up and that's like one where it's like... There's really no consequences. <laughs> yeah. Like Sven was, his fear was of throwing up. Tony's like was terrified of being killed by a mascot. Yeah. So it's, I think I would probably even still do the same thing to Tony just at the time. And it's like, again, I couldn't impress upon him at the time, but it's like, if you're going to fucking squeal and scream, <laughs> you're giving me exactly what I want. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Stop making it easy for me, Please, man. Please, I beg of you. We, dude, Sven was a, was the worst loser ever yeah, as a kid. Yeah, I too. remember you told me that. <laughs> we couldn't, like, we tried. The thing is, it's hilarious because he was a terrible loser and he had the worst short term memory ever. So it's like every day I'd be like, Sven, you want to play Trouble? Or like, you want to play Boggle? And he'd be like, okay. And then every day it would devolve into me winning and him screaming and Didn't flipping you say, the yeah, board. He'd, he'd flip Monopoly boards like when the whole family was playing. It was kind of every time you start any game, there's a 78% chance Sven was going to flip the board. <laughs> it's like from Always Sunny, they had to nail it down because Mac would <laughs> yeah. flip the board. That's how it was. And it just so I would just, I would relentlessly torment Sven when I was a little kid. <laughs>
But uh, that's on him, though. Let's that's be real. A, that's, let's, let's just say it's a podcast dance that that was all on Sven. Yeah, he knew. He uh, knew what he was doing. All right, you got more? All right. Uh, at Probably Carson, that's the, that's the discount brand, Call Me Carson. Is it a picture of Carson, too? Nope. It's like a weird guy with spiders peeing on pasta or something. Oh. <laughs> uh, at Probably Carson says, My family has always decorated the tree as a family. Today, when I got back from school, I found that my mom had decorated the tree without me or anyone else. I was upset and asked if we could redo it as a family, and she said that I was being dramatic. Who's right? You are absolutely in the right 100%. Can I just say, too, this might be momist of me. <laughs> that sounds like the most mom fucking thing I've ever heard. I hear this stuff like selling GameCubes and stuff. I don't get that from my mom. <laughs> This is the mommish shit ever to just go ahead and do something that's so irrational, but on a minor scale, and then fully be enabled to accept responsibility of, about it or see how it would bother <laughs> other people. That that one is especially like your mom fucked with a a tradition you look forward to. You are absolutely in the right, and you could play this for your mom right now. Hi, wait, what's the user's name? Carson. Hi, Carson's mom. Listen, I know that you feel like your son's being dramatic. But he really cared about spending time with you, and you did something without him. You need to accept blame for what you did and apologize to him. And honestly, maybe even take the decorations down and re redo it with him. Because that's your son, and he loves you. You know what the funny thing is? Is This is going to go up like right before Christmas. So that the Oh, yeah, he's taking it down. <laughs> for, they've been up for a month. <laughs> Carson doesn't even hear the podcast, but his mom does. He comes down the living room, and she's sobbing and undecorating <laughs> on Christmas Eve. So what are you doing? <laughs> but no, that's You sucks. know. <laughs> yeah, again, that's one of the things we talked about last week of like the self-shame stuff is I think your mom said she was being overdramatic because she was like, oh, fuck, did I just do something to hurt my son? I didn't mean to do that. And then so it's the shame of going like, well, I didn't mean to. So, yeah. you know. My mom would do that shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> I love my mom, but that's the that's right up Deb's alley right there. <laughs> I don't have to fucking tell you right there. My mom, I told you, she gave away my Yu-Gi-Oh collection twice. Ooh. And she 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 saw me too. I would spend dozens of hours laying out all the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards on the carpet. What you doing? I'm counting my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Cool. Deb didn't remember that, you know? <laughs> Fucking hell. She gave, when I was a kid too, when I was like six, I had a little plastic blue, red, and white airplane. It was this plastic, bulky airplane toy. I think there was some yellow on it. Maybe some will find it. <laughs> she, it was my favorite toy. It was like the only toy I played with. And my mom gave it away when she cleaned my room for me. I was like, Mom, why'd you do that? She's like, Oh, I didn't think you cared about that. I was like, You didn't ask, and that's the only toy I play with. Yeah, damn. Anyway, <laughs> throwing moms under the bus here. That was, um, I had a friend. It's like the classic story, but it was the GameCube. I had a, a, a friend who was like, yeah, my, my mom just like sold one of my consoles when I was away at yeah. school. I wh who, where, why are moms doing this? Moms uh, do that shit. You know what moms do? They see shit and then they think this doesn't like I don't need this and I'm in the zone of cleaning stuff. So I'm going to throw it away or give it away. At least, though, my, I don't think like that's one thing my mom does not do, though, because she she's terrified of the fact that she could like sell something that was beloved. I don't know if there was an original experience that had us like set those boundaries. You know what I think it is, is that she can't tell if, she, if I put a PS2 and a, a PlayStation five, the next one to come out on yeah. a table. I don't think she could tell the difference. So I think she's like, Oh, it's probably new. Like she doesn't think like, Oh, that's from their childhood. Cause she didn't pay attention to it. Yeah. Like, if I really showed my mom a PS2, I don't know if she could be like, that's, oh, that's a PlayStation 2 from when you were kids. Yeah. I don't know if she could. My mom just does not give a fuck. And <laughs> she does not err on the side of caution, too. She's just like, it's gone. So 
my mom will regularly go through and throw things away that have, are of value to us. But then also it's like I can point to situations like four or five years ago when I was in college and I wanted to, I was putting together shit for a garage sale because I was like, hey, I don't have a lot of money right now. There's a lot of my personal stuff lying around and some other things for my friends were pulling our shit. And I was going around our house and I was like, mom. We have Wi-Fi, we have Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. I said, I'm looking at like 80 DVDs right now. I said, Mom, you have two copies of Sweet Home Alabama on DVD. <laughs> I was like, can I please sell some of these? I said, I'll even give you all the profits. And she's like, no, you can't sell them. I, what if I watch them? I was like, Mom, again, I get it if you want to hold on. Might I point out you have two copies of Sweet Home Alabama, <laughs> and we have... If I might just say, one copy we what? can sell. I was like, we can watch... I was like, Mom, we can watch any movie ever made whenever we want. Can I sell these fucking DVDs? She's like, no, no, I'm going to, I'll use them. I'll watch them. I was like, Mom, I'm going to put these in a box and I'm going to set them right here in the basement and I'm going to come to you in a year or two and I'm going to say, Mom, you haven't touched those and you're going to be mad at me then too. And I fucking did it. It's still there. I was home a week ago and I went in the basement and that box is still there. It hasn't been moved. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, one thing I need to check on that reminds me. When we were moving, my dad was getting stuff to put in a storage space. Yeah. And all the boxes were collected in one spot in the basement. Also, next to it was a box of all of our PlayStation 2 games. We moved. Cannot find that box. Uh-oh. And it's our entire collection of PS2 games. And I keep forgetting to ask. Like, I asked him a while ago, but he just hasn't gotten around to it. Dad, if you're listening this far into the podcast... <laughs> Check your storage space. I've probably asked you already. I want my PS2 games games back, <laughs> please. Honestly, we should really rename this podcast to be just like Gus and Eddie tie up loose ends in their personal <laughs> life. It's just like, hey, oh, if I know that Damien's watching this. Damien, I have your watch. <laughs> this, uh, this is the third time I've spoken to my dad directly during <laughs> this episode. I speak to Thor directly, and then I, I also- Does Thor listen to the podcast? Thor listens to the podcast. Thor? Thor. I love Thor. Thor, come on I, here, boy. Honest thing, though, I think I told you this, too. When I first met Thor- after meeting him, just being in the main room, I turned away and I heard him speak, and I just fully thought it was Sven, Sven talking. So I looked at Sven. Really? And they have very similar voices, and I mm -hmm. say that as somebody who again prides themselves in recognizing voices. That's like my hidden talent with movies and TV. They do be similar. I'll tell they you that do, right they now. They do be sounding same. They do. We got. You can look forward to more Thor content in 2020. I got a bunch of videos. Plus, we should have Thor on the podcast. Okay, Thor, you have an open invite. Come on the podcast, Thor. This was, Thor won't know until Christmas, and he probably won't listen because you'll be with him by the time this comes out. Here's what I'll do. Thor, if you're this far in, why don't you You need to shoot me the text and just say, beefy, beefy, beefy. And if I okay. remember it, then I'll know. Nobody tell Thor we said this. Thor has to get to this point in the podcast to be on the podcast. Yes, and if I don't see the words beefy, beefy, beefy in my inbox, you just lost your invite. And if you're one of Thor's friends listening to the podcast, do not tell him that doesn't count. I will know. Beefy, 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 beefy. We got one more here at Savannah Jane five two nine to close out the year. Thank you, Savannah Jane five two nine. I'm getting a little sentimental because it's the last episode of the year. I am too. I also have to pee, so those are kind of fighting it out right now. <laughs> Um, if you have kids in the room and, and certain Christmas things, uh, move them out. But other than that, she says, "When did you stop believing in Santa?" Um. I, uh. Oh shit. Um, to put a disclaimer really quick, Tony, before this, just like cut this in before. 
Um, if you have kids in the room and, and certain Christmas things, uh, move them out. Good at move. Um, so, okay. So be, I said it because of this is my dad was, we were making Christmas cookies. So it's the worst time. <laughs> my dad was watching an episode of everybody loves Raymond. Okay. And in the episode one, I free, I don't know if it was Raymond or not, but somebody tells their daughter that Santa isn't real. And that's the episode subject. So, like, they say that, and I just, like, look at my mom, and she's like, yeah, sorry. And it's just like, the show's fucking, that show's made for families to watch. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, what do, what do we do about this kid now that she knows Santa isn't real? And it's like, well, you just did it for me, Ray. Yeah. Thanks, Deborah. <laughs> did you say that when your mom said that? Yeah, I said, Deborah. And I came in and said, <laughs> But, yeah, how did you find out? Here's the thing. We never did Santa. Or never, never. We, I'm okay with that, too, but I'm also yeah. okay with doing it. I'm, I don't have a strong position. We did no Santa, no Easter Bunny, no Tooth Fairy, none of that hokey-dokey shit. You know why? Uh-huh. Here's the thing. I respect my mom's... <laughs> Dude, that, this podcast is just shitting on your mom. I know. You. Here's the thing, though, is I do respect her uh, perspective on this, and I don't argue. I don't feel like I missed anything by not having the Santa thing. Because you always... The thing is, when your parents are selling it to you, you always suspect they're lying. Yes, you always do. So, my parents were always straight up, and they said, hey, listen, most of your friends are going to believe in Santa. Please don't be mean and ruin it for them, but we're just kind of leveling with you. Because my mom... And this stands strong. I'm not a super religious-y guy these days, too. My parents are religious. They're a little more laid back on the shit. But my mom said, how can I expect you to to have some of the most formative years of your life as we're trying to raise you raise you religious and say like God is real and then like twelve years in be like oh we lied about Santa though for twelve years God's still real though yeah I get that so That's I was like fair. that is that logic holds up yeah um what what was I gonna say about else about that though it was um fuck I completely lost it it was about it was when you started talking about it, but I completely... I got another thought in case you need a room. No, go that. for it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, because, too, uh, <laughs> Sabrina and I joke, too, like, I if, remember it if, if we ever got married and had a kid, uh, she's like, okay, if we did get married and we did have a kid, we're doing Santa. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to do Santa. Mm. And she's like, well, you, I will do Santa. And I was like... I don't mean to be a dick here, but I have the high ground because you could lay the groundwork for years and just be like, Santa's real. In one second, I'd be like, hey, Santa's not real. <laughs> I like, think, what would you do with I that? think Santa's good to do until you're like six. Yeah, dude, if you push past 10, I think you're like dog. But I think it's good to do until they're like six because yeah. let them believe in it. I think that's fine. But like once the once they get to the age where they start questioning it, just tell them. Yeah. Because that make like they're fucking dumb kids. They're barely gonna remember it. They like, are dumb kids. Uh, the thing I was gonna say though is last night I watched uh, Claws or like Klaus or whatever on Netflix. Yeah. That is a good fucking movie, dude. That is on par with every two D Disney animated movie that's ever been made. What is that? It was it's the Netflix animated the one that oh, I told you. Oh, you were just yeah. telling me about that. Yeah, I forgot it's the title. Fucking great. It's really good. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies now. It's not super Christmassy, and that's why I kind of really liked it a lot. Damn. Check yes, that out. Really good. Don't have to tell you guys. I'm feeling thankful. I love you. I don't know what to tell you. Chill. We're seeing 2020. Fuck off. That's a lot of things. It's whatever. Okay. Is that okay? So, um, I don't know. That's just like the end of the year, and you know, I, we should really do something really big to you know outro the end of the podcast because this is the last one of 2019. You know, so I was thinking maybe we hire some like dancers. Um, did you hire the dancers? I told you about this like a month ago. Did you hire the dancers? 
Did you hire the singers at least? Yeah. Doesn't sound like it, and you're shaking like you have to pee. Did you hire the trump trumpets trumpeters? I gave you a full list. All you had to do was call them. They were re- they were just waiting on a confirmation call. They they didn't pick up. They didn't pick up. None of them did all year. You tell me they tonied all of them tonied you. Yeah, I said, hey guys, me. That was the hang up sound. I don't believe you. You check my call records. Go pee, dude. Go pee. No, it's fine. For real, go pee. You don't have to fake walk up. You, you taking the Wendy's coupons with you? Yeah. Gus is actually peeing. Um, Tony, you can cut out that middle bit if you want. Uh, it was a little awkward if we want to add this. Guys, thank you for listening. Tony, put some royalty-free Christmas music on there. Thank you for listening to this year of the podcast. It's been a lot of fun. And I hope that we see you all the way up until next Christmas, where we can get kind of buzzed and talk on a Christmas episode about uh, stupid shit. There's never really any plan for this stuff. So uh, thanks, guys, and have a Merry Christmas. Or, or whatever holiday you uh, celebrate. That's fine. Whatever it is. We celebrate Christmas, so I'm a dumb... I got a dumb brain. I'm just saying that one. Enjoy your holiday. <laughs>